It was there, in that room, in that particular place, that would go on to inspire a podcast, and the rest was history. Welcome to the RZ, where you can find talk about culture, religion, philosophy, and everything else under the sun. In this initial introduction, I'm going to address the goals, aims, and intentions for this podcast, what the hell the RZ stands for, and the hesitancy of putting oneself out there on the internet. First, and I know this is going to get a lot of you excited, the RZ stands for a German word. The RZ stands for an abbreviation of the compound German word Rauchzimmer. Raucher is the German word for smoker, and Zimmer for room. This word would translate to something like smoker's room or smoking lounge in English. And that's what I'm here to talk about, the virtues of smoking. No, not really. For all the kids out there, don't smoke. The Zimmer was a place where people gathered to drink, smoke, and converse. And I'm not talking about some social movement like the Salon culture that arose during the Enlightenment and can be read about in the history books. Although it was probably something closer to that than some designated area for smokers to get their fix. The smoker's room was a specific place in a small city in Germany. I spent a whole lot of time in that room. And it was probably simultaneously responsible for much of my education as well as the prolongation of said education. Getting to the bottom of what in God's name a room has to do with education might require a couple of autobiographical details. As you Sherlock's out there may have guessed, I lived in Germany and for quite a long time. A good deal amount of that time I lived in a Studienhaus. For the uninitiated, this is a place where university students live. You might be thinking, isn't that a dorm? No, far from it. German Studienhäuser are run by the students or as the Germans so eloquently put it, they operate under Selbstverwaltung. Essentially, they are self-governed. To cut to the chase, in this student house, there was a wine cellar located in the basement. And in this wine cellar, students would meet every Thursday to drink beer. Believe you me, it was not lost on us that beer was the primary libation drank in a wine cellar. And if you're picturing a bunch of students huddled up in a tiny room full of wine bottles drinking beer, that it was not. We called it a wine cellar, but in reality, it had a wooden bar and a couple of dispersed tables and couches throughout. And being Europe, know that this house was over 100 years old. So picture this old wine cellar, something maybe akin to a prohibition speakeasy in an old New English city. The ceilings were low and full of brick arches. Some of that brick looked to have been there for a long time and probably needed a little bit extra patching in in order to keep it from caving in. But I'm not here to fixate on the wine cellar, but only note that it served as a catalyst for the smoker's room. It was there, in that room, in that particular place, that would go on to inspire a podcast, and the rest was history. Well, anyway, the smoker's room served as a place where people would go to smoke. I think the original intention was that they would go, get their fix, and come back to join the others in the wine cellar. What ended up happening was the smoker's room became its own thing. It's worth noting that generally there was very loud music blasting in the wine cellar and the seating was all disjointed. This, as well as the ability smoking has to slow one down, probably helped develop the smoker's room into what it became. For the smoker's room soon became a place not only for smokers, 
After a time, a few of the smokers, including some pipe smokers, to disclose my own persuasion, started lingering. Some would have another cigarette, another would go procure some more beers. So we'd linger and talk and talk and linger. We'd discuss, debate, ruminate. For me, all this wasn't mere chatter. We'd get into it. The topics varied, but due to the influence of the two or three substances present, topics would range far and wide and late into the morning. It was actually a friend of mine who cleaned up this room and brought in a few couches. Before, you had to go outside if you wanted to have a drag, and I assume he got tired of smoking in the cold German winters. Shortly after this room was established, I brought down some speakers so we'd have some music in the background, normally something like Bob Dylan lightly serenading, as we discussed topics as varied as Christianity, the foundation of mathematics, someone's latest crush, or the history of Rome. And after a time, it wasn't only Thursday evenings, we'd meet there throughout the week. Sometimes over beers, other times for reading groups that were established during some other Rauchertzimmer session. For instance, once some friends and I were talking about some political subject, and we realized that none of us had ever read Karl Marx. It didn't take long for us to establish a reading group that would meet weekly and analyze the book Das Kapital. When it comes to this podcast and the inspiration it draws from this room, I want to key in on both the variety of subject matter as well as intentionality. In the smoker's room, we talk about everything and anything under the sun. It was an open place to voice ideas, discuss, debate, and commiserate. This doesn't mean that I'm suggesting a place where you could say whatever the hell you wanted without repercussions. It was an open place to voice your own thoughts and opinions, but also a place to voice disagreement and dissent, which leads me to the next point, intentionality. Intentionality played just as an important role as the openness to talk about any kind of subject matter. The smoker's room wasn't just a place to drink and smoke and chit-chat. No, it was a place for those who wanted to learn from each other. And this would go on to draw others to this room, even those who were, let's say, unenthusiastic about the smell of tobacco. And something like that's hard to recreate. But there are times when specific people come together and create something special. There was a concerted effort to challenge one another, to goad our curiosity for life, and explore the bewilderment of being in the world. Now that we've established where this podcast gets its name, you should start to get an idea of its goals as well as its aims. I want this podcast to be a place where conversations and discussions can take place over serious subject matter. At the same time, it should be engaging and enjoyable. I want to bring guests on not to interview, but to discuss and learn from each other. I'm really looking forward to speaking to some I already know, as well as others I have yet to meet. I want to pivot here slightly and discuss the topic of putting oneself out there on the internet. Once I realized that I not only had the desire, but the intent to start a podcast, I was immediately aware of an underlying reticence, specifically due to the nature of the internet, and I want to highlight a couple of points here. The indelible nature of the internet or at least the perceived one, gave me pause. What's out there once is out there forever. Whether it's a celebrity's mistakes as a kid, you only have to think of the stupid antics of a Justin Bieber, or some random shit captured by a stupid college kid that comes back to bite them in the ass when they're running for political office. And I have the benefit of being old enough that I don't have a stream of consciousness Twitter account from my teenage years. However, insofar as posting on the internet records a moment in time, and reflects those actions and opinions of that time, 
it has a way of petrifying those actions and opinions in the public sphere. It's not that we should ignore what people have posted in the past, but to recognize that this petrification works contrary to the organic and evolutionary nature of life, namely, in our ideas, opinions, and actions. Another aspect that added to my reticence is all the fucking chatter. There is so much out there. I didn't want to just add to the noise, to add to the multitude of vapid talk. I know that I've wasted so much time going down some YouTube rabbit hole, only to realize that I've wasted an afternoon of my life. And it's not that there isn't great opportunity for learning and even entertainment, but that often I've spent too much time listening to eclectic videos that end up filling my head with numerous random oddities that it's hard to clear my head to think seriously. And I don't want to add to what I'll call chatter or vapid talk, things that inundate the mind while simultaneously impeding both thought and lived human experience. If you're listening right now, you've realized that I somehow decided to take the plunge and start a podcast. That I overcame my reservations, and the following are the reasons that allowed me to overcome the reservations of posting online. When I was living in Germany, I had a great community of friends and others who weren't necessarily friends, we'll just call them interlocutors. Sometimes it was at the university or in coffee shops, but most of the time it was hashing it out in the smoker's room. Currently, I'm not in a position where I'm constantly engaging with people about the things that I hold to be important. A podcast is a way for me to purposefully engage with people to talk about stuff that excites me, challenges me, or just expands my knowledge. Or not only knowledge of subjects in philosophy or religion, but also the way people think about the world. And this was my initial impetus for the podcast. Furthermore, I think that the stuff I'm interested in might interest some others as well, and even be a way for people to think more intentionally about topics that might cross their mind, but have little access to hearing more about them. At the end of the day, online spaces have become a large part of the public sphere. Notwithstanding the irony of the public sphere being controlled by private enterprises. Whether it's debates about the existence of God, or fundamental differences of political positions, and the rest of the endless topics out there, it happens to be happening online. To sum it all up, what you can look for here are discussions of culture, religion, philosophy, and maybe even some politics sprinkled in. And I look forward to having anyone who listens along for the ride. Take care, and bis die Tage.